नमस्ते जय हिंद वेलकम टू अनदर एडिशन ऑफ ए एन आई पॉडकास्ट विद स्मिता प्रकाश टूडेज एडिशन हैज़ एन इंटरेस्टिंग एक्टर आदिल हुसैन यू वुड हैव सीन हिम एक्टिंग इन सम क्रिटिकली एक्लेम्ड फिल्म्स बट टूडेज कॉन्वर्सेशन इज मोर अबाउट जस्ट फिल्म्स ही इज एक्टेड इन फिल्म सच एज द लाइफ ऑफ पाई लंच बॉक्स इंग्लिश विंग्लिश रिलक्टेंट फंडामेंटलिस्ट मुक्ति भवन एंड सेवरल अदर क्रिटिकली एक्लेम्ड फिल्म्स ही इज रिसीव्ड सेवरल नेशनल एंड इंटरनेशनल अवार्ड्स Adil Hussain who was born and raised in the northeastern state of Assam speaks several languages and has acted in English, Hindi and regional films. A stylized actor, Adil Hussain wins appreciation for his acting even if the film doesn't make it big at the box office. He's also acted in the international science fiction series Star Trek. Thank you very much for coming to the studio and being part of the podcast. Do I have the liberty to call you by my by your first name? Of course, absolutely. Okay, I was like wondering. What I'll not I... accept anything else. Okay, <laughs> should I call you Mr. Adil Hussain, Mr. Hussain, Adil Ji, Adil Sahab? What should Adil, I? Adil, Adil. Adil yeah, is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, please, Adil, just Adil. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I'm sure. Uh, the listeners and viewers of the show would want to know everything about uh, your journey in films but i really want to begin with uh, you know your uh, life as a young kid uh, in a small district in assam what was it like in golpara and how did what was what was childhood like in the 70s uh early 60s actually early 60s okay <laughs> yeah no early 60s was i was mostly with my mom in the bed probably mm. being looked after by her and breastfed i was breastfed till i was 6 years old i mm. remember drinking uh milk from my mom's breast you were four five kids yes i was the last one last oh yes so she didn't want to let go i guess no no i think i didn't i didn't want to let her go oh uh i remember the day i stopped breastfeed i was i was my, my dad came and said because i bit her my mom's nipple huh. and my dad said bas abhi kafi hai you know uh-huh. it's done i'm i'm not allowing uh, i'm not allowing you to bit my wife's nipple okay <laughs> it, he didn't say that i thought that's what he yeah, thought i can imagine so um yeah so i i grew up in a very quaint little beautiful beautiful town on the river brahmaputra hmm. 50 meters from our home on the left is this beautiful hill which is called hulukanda means uh, monkeys cry the monkey cries why there. because it's Be- inhabited by a lot of monkeys monkeys macaques mostly okay and uh, in in the front of our house is this big field you know uh, and Uh, so just after the field is our school where we studied that school is very old one is it, it was established in 1887 uh, or something so okay. really old mm-hmm. um and we we had an amazing time our mm. house was 100 year old wooden house mm. you know which of course now broke down and people have made up brothers have made some other house nowadays a uh, concrete structure ugly ones unfortunately <laughs> that's how it works um so i grew up with a lot of care from my mom especially my dad was not the one you know like typical male figures generally stereotyping yeah. i'm stereotyping forgive me for that it, no like i have never gotten a hug from him 
And that, uh, I, I'm compensating that to our son, who's 13 years old. So I keep hugging him a lot. Mm. Um, so town was very, very, very beautiful town. And we had a lot of cultural activities. Assam is famous for that. Mm-hmm. Like we had theater groups and uh, drama groups. Even in Gualpara? Yes, no, not only in Gualpara. Every probably neighborhood would have one. Mm. So Assam is culturally very vibrant. Every village would have a theater group or a dance group or a music group. Even our, our town, which is a district headquarter town, we had two or three music bands. So we grew up listening to music and dance and theater. We watched like our elders would perform every six months. There would be a theater performance. This is Ahomia or this Ahomia. is Ahomia. Yes. Okay. And also I was a bit lucky probably on the hindsight. Uh, if I look back that I grew up in a district. It was the border district of Gua- uh, West Bengal. Hmm. So we also got that culture. Hmm. The, the language, the food, the cinema, the literature from West Bengal. It just came mm. across through magazines and, mm. you know, easily people are traveling back and forth from that, uh, back and forth from uh, West Bengal. So we had the cinemas and like I grew up reading Lokinath Besbura, which is Assamese mm. and also Tagore. Mm. My father was a big devotee of Tagore. So... And he was an academician. Too. He was an, uh-huh. he was a teacher. So, teacher. And, but he was a ferocious reader. He just read. He finished the entire library of the district library, uh, reading all the books. And he complained that, what about other books? When are you bringing it? So that was the environment at home? Uh, yes. Encouragement, encouragement for to both read, of you, or study. not both of you, all of you to read. Yeah. To read, study, be educated, huh. and be a decent, honest, absolutely. My father was the epitome of... Uh, integrity and honesty in terms of corruption. I remember he uh, chasing these two people who came with big, you know, fish in their hands. And so my father was chasing them. And after they were, they were being chased, I asked him, why, why did you do this? He said, why would they come with fish? I didn't, I don't deserve fish. There must be some, some intention behind it because he was a headmaster of a school. So my, they might, maybe he was assuming so maybe their children must have not done well in the exam and they want to bribe me. Hmm. So I grew up in that environment and I try to follow that. Okay. And uh, yeah. you you talk about your mother and how close you were uh, to your mother. Um, I also want to know about uh, what it was like, uh, you know, in... Gualpara is a majority Muslim and... Uh, no, I think it's... It's 52% or something it? now. Now probably. But when you were young... Not. It was uh, not. I it was communal harmony was part of... Uh, I never grew up with any kind of disturbance. I remember offering uh, Anjali in Saraswati Puja, myself. Hmm. I sang the Kirtan of Sri Ram, uh, Shankar Dev, hmm. the Assamese version of yeah. uh, uh, Saint... I and uh, people came for Fatiha Idwasdham, you know, we, our school celebrated it. I am the one who played holy and we lit Diya in our house. That's how we grew up. Mm. And I also want to ask you, like, um, in the 60s and in the 70s, uh, was the, you know, the the problem was just starting about uh, about student movement. Movement, yes. Asu was yes, happening, yes. Bodo land, Correct. agitation. And you go to college in Guwahati. Did none of these uh, student movements try to rope you in? No, no, I did. I participated did. in it. 
Oh, you did? Oh, yes. Because I was in, I was in the ninth standard. Huh. In 79, I was in the ninth standard where the movement started. And I participated in it. Uh, uh, in the student movement, I used to, you know, carry whatever. So the flag and the dhol and the drums mm. uh, and screamed on the streets. And we we couldn't go to school for two years. We lost two and a half, almost two years. Mm. And uh, and then uh, that government turned out to be the most corrupt government. <laughs> the student leaders yeah. who became the, you know, who became the... The the ministers and chief ministers and it they turned out to be the most corrupt government in the history of uh, as 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 politics. Why does that happen? I've I've met uh, I've gone and covered uh, uh, in Assam. I've I've met so many uh, you know student leaders right. who were part of the ASU <laughs> and then you know come their late thirties and yes. early forties and then comes the realization by EMI dena hai ab. You know, dunya dari nibhani hai, children grow up, and that that spirit of revolution and all just kind of ebbs out. Did it happen to you? Did you feel that ab revolution nahi hai? This is not the way out. Is that what happened? I I was listening to Sadhguru's interview with you. Okay. And he told the same story, probably sitting here. Yeah. That uh, he went towards the you know he saw injustice everywhere and he wanted to join the arms <laughs> revolution. Uh, with me, what happened? I think everyone, when they're young, there is a, there is a, there is an aspect in them who would like to see justice, hmm. if they are, if they have been given certain values in life. You know what I mean? Um, my name is Adil, and it means actually the one who is just. Okay. It means justice, basically. So um, I grew up in a household where my eldest brother was a communist. Hmm. who changed later and my one of my brothers he's uh, totally domesticated like he is home he doesn't care about anything else you know like his family is the most important thing so we have different competition combinations of ideologies in our house and I grew up with like I did IPTA hmm. when it's I was cheap. a kid yeah. and everybody did it those Theater. days hmm. you know there was no other way to go uh, so in the process... I, uh, I want to interrupt you, if you could tell, because our foreign viewers, our international viewers may right. not understand what IPTA meant. IPTA is the Indian People's Theatre Association and it was uh, a part of the leftist ideology that they would do theatre to talk about the poverty and unemployment and rights for everybody in terms of those who are um, under... Uh, under the poverty line. And, and especially in the 70s. And, and especially in the 70s, 70s and yeah. all that. So I, I was part of it. Um, the things changed for me. Now, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just responding to a question, not sure. answering that. Hmm. Like what happens when you grow up? Hmm. You see things, you understand complexities of life more. You see that everybody has their own point of view. And what Sadhguru was telling you, I actually, like I traveled... I crisscrossed the country on my motorbike for two years. Exactly the way he said that I slept under the trees. I slept in railway platforms. I went and visited places like uh, in, in nowadays that particular area is in Chhattisgarh. Those days it was in Madhya Pradesh, in Bastar, 
and there was this village i we climbed for two days and then we reached the village and that village people they have never seen cars or buses or money or matchbox even hmm. till then i'm talking about 96 95 96 so and their world view you know how they look at ecology how they look at life how they look at justice system how they practice extreme uh, equality man woman including men woman that they are way more civilized than us according to my point of view they are much more civilized they are spiritually much more awakened their idea of justice is way more modern than us the idea of man woman relationship is way more modern than uh, european communities so i felt my god this is amazing mm. and the relationship that they have with environment and and nature is 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 the greenpeace you must come and learn from them mm. so now when i see that particular part of the country or those people are not being given their rights then i have lot of lot of sadness in me mm. you understand what i mean yes. when their rights the jungle rights to be for them to just be there and if the uh, what do you call that the areas are being uh, not looked after by consecutive governments then i feel pain mm. so then you grow up jal and, and jungle that's their exactly. they live off totally, that totally yeah. totally and how they live you know you would be surprised smita if you go there you would see you would see, you will feel inferior i felt inferior i thought oh my god they know so much and the simplicity the it disturbed me that simplicity when i went there i understood when i when i read shri uh, ramkrishna paramahansa dev's biography not biography it's called katha amrita in bengali i can read bengali and the simplicity which disturbed the hell out of me when i read that but there was just a story for me because you know why though it touched that, me why does that disturb you disturbed me because it disturbed me because how complicated and how <laughs> you know how unsimple i am if i can put it that way how judgmental i am mm. how i have deprived myself of beauty of life that you can be on you can only what sadguru talks about it that just looking at one flower can take it would take rest of your life to just understand one molecule he said you know and that's true for me mm. so and also my theater training gave me that access of i had tools to practice in order to see one tree for the for 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 6 7 hours that's part of my training So when I went to this tribe and I saw them and I met them I had tear I wept I was like oh my god where did we go from this particular way of living life where have we reached and how we are consuming everything including the the branch that we are sitting on you know the planet earth that's sad that's sad so that disturbed me and also the simplicity that I was talking about their simplicity is disturbing because of that that oh my god how is it possible for me because they reminded me of sri ramkrishna paramahansa dev they reminded reminded me of ramana maharshi they reminded me of when i read ramana maharshi that he went to the cave and then he just asked one question who am i hmm. and that question led him to you know self to to uh, enlightenment and then when i went to his ashram in in uh, tiruvannamalai 
and I saw his photo. The energies are still hanging there, you know, that he was there. I went and I climbed the entire Nilachala hill. It took me two hours to just non-stop I climbed and just to feel how how the beauty of that space, which probably still smeared by his energies. I also come from a Sufi saint background. My mother's father was a Sufi saint. Mm -hmm. And his shrine is still there. And one million people turn up within three days' time in January. So I grew up hearing his stories also, how he helped people, no matter where they are from, what their background is, religious background or intellectual or class background. They were, he was like that. So I grew up with that and I wanted to find the meaning of my muse, my, my love, which is acting. Why would I? So the question came, why should I act? Hmm. What is the need of this particular craft in human society? I love acting, but why do I love? If I ask this question to someone, people would find it difficult to answer. Why do I love what I love? I don't know. And because I didn't know, I needed to just find out. Maybe this is not it. It is not it. That's, that's the principle of what, she, again, she, um, she, Sadhguru says, that it's not it. Or neti, neti, neti. Hmm. Shiva means that which is not. The word Shiva means hmm. that. That which is not means you don't know. And that's the best place to be in as an actor, as a creative person also. That I don't know, I'm going to discover. And that's what, that's how it keeps me going. That I have no idea why am I here? What am I doing here? And that magic which is in, which is in front of me, hmm. which which sort of are, uh, which goes the veil may go from that mystery that I am looking at, and I I am searching for that I don't know what I'm searching for, and slowly when it goes, you're like, oh my god, and that's what happens in the process of acting as well. That I don't know. Suppose you are supposed to play my wife, and I don't know you at all, and you come here. If I already know what I have to say, of course I know what I have to say, but I don't know how would I say it. Mm. what would be the tonality what would be the the tenor what would be my attitude my volume my texture of my voice my 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 temperament inner temperament how would i look how do i look at it look at you like this or look at you like that mm. or look at you like that or like that I, that could be mm. millions of ways you know yes so so i don't know because you would radiate certain energy I would radiate certain energy and it would meet in somewhere and that would dictate me or propel me or influence me to say the words, which I know already, in a certain way. And that I don't know. So then what am I, what, what am I actually experiencing? I'm experiencing magic. I have never said something like this to anybody. This is the first time. And then it can be called creativity. Because Srishti Shilta means that something which is new never happened before. How can then something you already know, you're doing it, it is not Sishti Shilta, it's not creativity. It's just Xerox copy of what you have seen. Anyway, I have diverted, my God. No, no, that's yeah. there's no diversion at all. I'm, I'm like mesmerized by what you said. Um, let me come back to some of the points that yeah. you picked up. Uh, <clears throat> one was this, that you had the skills. Right. Uh, now, obviously, because you have the skills of training, uh, 
like a sponge you're absorbing and you're able to understand like you when you're sitting in front of a tree <laughs> anybody would walk past the tree but you absorbed you something yes. because you you saw you visualized and you saw more meaning in something <laughs> because of <laughs> your skill and training Correct. that so at what point did you feel that those skills are absolutely necessary to Im- to imbibe before imparting um when i first came to nsd hmm. um my teacher khalid tayeb ji uh, first day first session at 8 o'clock in the morning and and he started working with us without saying a word and he did not speak a word for 6 months every day when he taught us hmm. so it was like and i we thought it that was normal but it's not normal hmm. not to speak and still teach So he was training our body to make it so sensitive to be to become for example I'll I think this is the best way for me to explain is that this is my instrument hmm. right I don't play a piano or a guitar this is what I play so a pianist would want to play a piano which is very well tuned by someone Pian- generally musicians pianists they don't tune their own piano there is there are people who specializes on that guitarists generally tune their guitar themselves uh, because there are only six strings piano has thousand strings we have billions of strings within us like every neuro cells how it works the emotions are being generated mm. inside that some space i saw a documentary on neuroscience uh, neurological uh, uh, on neurology where the emotions are being created within our brain and how it locks into the hormone and then you feel in a certain way so we have billions of strings and we have no clue we are still all the scientists in the greatest scientists in the world they are still figuring it out how this piece of instrument works yeah. and we don't know yet hmm. which is so how do then my job as an actor to understand little bit of it at least this instrument so the trouble is that my instrument and the player are rolled into one you know mm-hmm. i have to also be the player and i am also the i am also the instrument which is a mm-hmm. difficult one mm-hmm. so to understand that this man our teacher who started training us to be sensitive towards each and every muscle and every movement of every muscle like if i am looking at you like this right is uh, i'm looking at you like this now i have to if i just put my head down like that and if i continuously keep talking to you like this you're judging me i have and i have not thought of judging you at all i'm just saying mm. the feeling in the eyeballs that i am not here i'm here that you're suspicious of what yeah, i'm saying i'm suspicious saying. i'm i'm talking to you like that and i i swear to god i have not thought about i'm going to judge you yeah it's just the muscular feeling of being of someone who is judging is like this mm. so it's called out to in process you do a certain movement and because of that particular muscular uh, muscular uh, mapping of the body it remembers that this is what you do when you judge yeah that's why in kathakali they train you first the muscular movement of your face they train you to do this they train you to so all these movements are they evoke emotions 
because of the muscular movement. So my teacher. No, no, wait. The muscular movement, movement is of evoking. the face is then because of the memory, the muscle memory, huh. it evokes the emotion. Okay. It's Do, not the other way around. It the could thing. be other way around as well. Okay. But we don't know how to... So Abhinay is confusing anyway. Exactly. Other way around is this. Other hmm. way around is which which has come from the Western idea. Huh. When I say Western, if we, if we can call Russia West to us, is North to us mostly. Huh. Right? Stanislavski. Okay. Constant Stanislavski, who is the father of modern acting. Huh. So he had said, use emotional memory. Something has happened in your life which is sad. If you think of it, you feel sad. Huh. That is emotional memory. But so, Natya Shastra and Abhinaya is, is different. It's the opposite. Opposite. So you you start learning hmm. the facial movement, and then you you will be the the emotions within you will be rekindled. You will be kindled. Will okay. be will 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 spark that emotion, and then you can draw. You can go deeper into it. Because as a young kid, you may not have experienced grief yes. of a, God forbid, a parental death Correct. or or Correct. a child's. Uh, but uh, as an actor, you would have yeah. to emote that. So how would you? How would you do that? How would you? Yeah. Huh. So now, but you have you have experienced grief. Now this is a very controversial thing. I'm going to say. Huh. The thing is. The human body uh, has experienced everything right from the Big Bang. <laughs> from birth, you mean? No, I'm saying, I'm talking about Big from bang, the existence. The Big Bang okay. means Big Bang. Mm. Now, we are, if we look at it from the scientific point of view, even then, even then, the DNA is carrying all the informations from your ancestors, 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 and all that. So we have experienced everything every human being according to my experience and understanding both is that we have all the characters within us we have also have krishna and we also have kanksh all of it if we can take this as the spectrum you know on the extreme side of the spectrum in between we all of us lie Okay. Kanksh and Krishna or Jesus or Hitler or whoever you call it. you know. So there's a bestiality and there is a godlike God, Godliness within okay. us. So it depends upon your karmic, it depends upon your upbringing and environment. If I just stay Where here you stand within in this spectrum. life. Huh. So we are all here. Hmm. And, uh, and we can access those aspects within us if you know how to do it and if you have been trained and if you have the tools depending upon who taught you. So I had great teachers, okay. thankfully, who had helped me to also not only taught me, also gave me the courage and a know-how so that I can become independent of them. They become redundant for me. That's what a good, a good teacher, teacher does, would be, yeah. always. And then I find my own way. So being inspired by those teachings taught by my teacher... I was very inspired and three of National School of Drama students who I taught in 2003 and four, they wanted to do fellowship with me under my guidance. So I went to this amazing space, which is in Hampi, uh, 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 a river island. In Karnataka, In yes. Karnataka. And the local, and the, the, the descendant of the Jamidar, Mr. Ramadevaraya, he gave us this 22 acres land and 
and and said you know like a grand gesture like a king said you can stay there as long as you want <laughs> mm-hmm. so four of us we went there and then word of mouth spread and we had around nine people from across the globe those were dancers singers and actors came this is a long story so i'm just mm. sh- shorting it uh, shortening it down and we started experimenting on ourselves like for example we would stay in one emotion for a week like we'll stay in the tiniest possible anger annoyance from annoyance to frustration to a bit of anger and then go to rage you know mm. each day a bit of increase. and we used to do that while being annoyed uh, annoyed or angry we would cook we would dance we would do our things we would be cooking our food we would do everything mm. throughout the day washing our clothes because we didn't have electricity or running water so we stayed in huts and we spent 1100 rupees per month for two and a half years right from 5:30 in the morning crack of dawn till around 10 o'clock at night we worked on the on the instrument to find Goodness. out that requires a tremendous amount of discipline it did yeah i i had been lucky as i had been lucky to have teachers who taught me and my dad and my teachers and that i met them at the right time that ah. also is kripa i would say that is grace yeah. for me that's grace yeah right uh, when you talking about this um you know how you could be reactive uh, to the person in front of you like right. when suppose uh, you know uh, let me give absolute examples Ji. you've acted as a husband to uh, vidya balan in ishkia you've acted as a husband to shri devi in uh, english english correct Uh, also taboo in also life of pi life of pi all the beautiful women all the beautiful and <laughs> superbly Super talented actor, yes, right yes. superb and manisha koirala in a english film which hasn't yet come here okay. called india sweets and spices so i have i have worked with all these amazing women yeah. i'm going to ask you about the details about <laughs> those also but just to uh, when you were talking about reacting to playing husband ji, to somebody ji, ji. now Uh, of course you've been given a script or you've been yes. given your lines you have to act and do this role Ji. but does it change uh, depending on how that actress is reacting totally, to you it totally totally or oh, and it must otherwise you are just being a robot hmm. now you i'm just giving you an example you have you live with your family hmm. no so I, i'm i'm just guessing that you have loved ones surrounded you know and you um you go to the room you go to the living room after you finish your work and someone is sitting in the living room that person gives you a different vibe hmm. when i say vibe means vibration literally and you go inside the room you have not yet spoken forget about even dialogues you open the door and someone opens the door who you know you imagine in your own imagination you know and depending upon who is sitting there and how that person is sitting there how the person is feeling you will feel in a certain way sab theek hai are you okay or would you say hey are you okay it's very different no saying the same line are you are you okay or hey are you okay so depending upon who is sitting and your tonality will change because of the relationship that you have with that person there is a there is a history of both of you 
and the person is vibrating at this point how the person is feeling at this point what is this person radiating from the being we are all constantly radiating something like the phone hmm. imagine this one is a product of this one i i am this not i but human beings are the creator of this amazing thing that we keep holding on to every day in our yeah. hands so this this came out from this instrument how sensitive are we hmm. you understand what i'm saying how that's why you also you feel like meeting somebody you feel like you feel at ease when you meet a particular person yeah you don't want to go away from that person that's why people flock to people those who give them a certain certain amount a certain kind of vibration certain a certain kind of uh, an ease or comfort that you feel or you go to a certain place or you're uh, you you have a certain you have a you have a particular favorite space in your room that uh, that's the place i go and i like sitting there you have a favorite favorite chair of yours or you go to a certain city or a country that oh i like that lake area why because it vibrates in a certain way because the way the place is the the color the texture the lines the lake the water body whatever it makes you feel in a certain way similarly when i'm working with a certain actor mm. they and it, another actor means it's a like a miracle in front of you mm. it's a human being you know human beings are the most magical miraculous creation of nature the highest creation of nature in a way if you look at it from from even scientific point of view so you are it's not a it's not a it's not a small thing when you meet another person no matter where you meet that person in the car the person who drive drove me just now and person who accompanied me nidhi and the and and that who opens the door for you each of them Hmm. each meeting is significant if you can be aware of about it so for me i cannot suddenly become a good actor unless i live that sensitive life in i i practice the sensitivity in everyday life hmm. that's my practice and i miss quite often i fail quite often i fall off the rope like as a tight rope walk but i try to come back and i try to remind myself so the curiosity within oneself remains alive like which i lost probably at the age of 5 or 6 and then i think sadguru talked about it yeah the, and and i'm resonating with him because that's what i had been taught as an actor that my job as an actor is to retain that curiosity at all times and uh the word that we use we call it neo innocence newly found innocence you go towards your innocence again be gullible be ready to be cheated ready so lose your defenses so that you can receive the world the way it comes to you and your inner strength will help you to retain your integrity and yeah so, so you i uh, i'll bring you back to the question yes. was you know the, the person in front of you how she reacts when you're the husband she's the wife Correct. how she reacts impacts on you and especially because you're a theater uh, you you're a theater artist who came into films right. the difference is like when you're showing uh, 
affection, when you're showing right. love, how the other person reacts also is your next emotion how you... Correct. Absolutely. But in films, the other person may not even be there Correct. in front of you. Yes. When you yes. have to say those uh, lines of romance, of love. It's very interesting. You. How do you... Yeah, you, you brought that out because I didn't want to act in films after I graduated from NSD. I fell in love with theatre. So the director of Ishkia Abhishek Chobe, uh, someone told him about me and um, he called me. I said, I, I can't come to Bombay because I'm teaching at the National School of Drama. So he flew down to Bombay from Bombay to Delhi to convince me to act <coughs> in, in his film. So I decided to act and I gave him three conditions responding to your question. One is that First one is that I need rehearsals much before you start shooting. He said, okay, I want my co-actor, whoever that is. I knew it was Vidya. I said, I want my co-actor, even if it is being shot at two o'clock in the morning, mm. <clears throat> behind the camera, fully performing for me. And he said, okay. Mm. And the third is that I don't like dubbing and I hope it, your film is sync sound. He said, it is sync sound. So these three things, and I insist always, otherwise I won't do it. So I'm, for some reason, that respect I got from uh, Hindi film industry. Okay. Because I never wanted to go there. Hmm. They took me there. They paid me well. They respect me well. And all the time. So whenever I go, my director, that was my condition with all director, that my co-actor must be there. Now I got, And Vidya Balan was there. Was there, absolutely. And she is an amazing, amazing co-actor. If anybody, anybody would tell you that, it's not only me, I think. Hmm. So, um, so she, uh, acting with her, you both brought out the best absolutely. in each other, would I, would absolutely. it be right in saying that? Absolutely, absolutely. Hmm. So, for example, I remember still doing the last scene where she's being tied up and I'm on my knees, uh, putting my hand on her, on her knees as well. And I'm just looking at her before the shot started. And I was looking at her, I was looking at her and she started weeping. And then she asked me, what have you done to me? I'm like, what did I do? And why am I, why am I weeping? She asked me. I said, because I'm just looking at you. Mm. I'm not trying to look at you in a certain way. I'm just looking, I'm, I'm recognizing you as a human being. And that is very powerful. Because you, when someone does that, just looking at, there is nothing, no agenda. There is no um, judgment just purely looking at somebody, recognizing you as who you, whatever you are, doesn't matter where you come from, you know, gender or, or class or anything, then you are reminded of yourself, who you actually are, who you have missed for a long time. She wasn't expected to cry at Not that. at all. Okay. No, she was expected to cry, okay. but she blamed it to me, blamed it on me. <laughs> okay. In a way, in a nice way. Okay, okay. In a nice way, when ah. I'm saying, you know. He said, what have you done? I said, I haven't done anything. Oh. I'm just looking at you. And then I explained. The next day, actually, I explained to her. Mm. And she used to go to Ammaji, you know, uh, who hugs. Mm. <clears throat> she used to go there. I said, I haven't ever met her. I'd love to meet her mm. else, also. Mm. So I made sure that my co-actor is there behind the camera because you can only respond and it becomes why it is important that question may come. Yeah, yeah. Why it is important. Like yeah. I am talking to you right now. Hmm. And if it was somebody else, 
sitting there, it would be totally a different conversation, you know? Yeah. So, why it is important? Because I am interested in the truth of the moment. Hmm. The truth of the moment cannot be decided by some preconceived ideas. Hmm. The truth can only be discovered from your perspective and from my perspective if we are recognizing each other 100% here and now. Then only it can be truth of now. Correct. And the truth of a second before is not truth of now. Like you cannot touch the same river again, as they say. Similarly in acting, the truth of now is what I am after, is I'm a sucker for. Abhi kya hoga? Is vakt? Now. And that is magical because I don't know what would be it, which I spoke of before as well. Yeah. I don't know. Like if you say, suppose your line is, you just asked me a question and you were saying, you even forget about the word. The way you are looking at me makes me feel in a certain way. Hmm. And I'm responding to that feeling. I'm not saying, I'm responding to that feeling. As an actor, I could also talk like this now. <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll, no matter what you think of me. I know, I'm, it will just put me off. Totally, like totally bit, off. Like I'm the actor, you know, and then, <laughs> so uh, let me tell you, Smither, what acting is all about. So, you know, that <laughs> is, so what I'm trying to say yes, is that I the way yeah. you are approaching me or I'm approaching you, the yeah. way I'm responding to you is also making you feel in a certain way. Correct. And that is what is beautiful. But what if the other uh, the actor doesn't do it? Yeah. <laughs> if the other actor is one of those that Mirko director ne falan cheez bolni hai, main wohi karunga, main wohi karungi. How do you react to that? I you react. <laughs> I know. So because you've are, acted in those kind of films I also, have. Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah. where it's so obvious that uh, you know that the other person is not in the groove, but uh, you just become more generous. You become more forgiving. Okay. You try to practice more uh, compassion and empathy. That okay, the other actor is like that, hmm. and you do it, whatever the person is giving you. So that becomes the truth. You see, hmm. <clears throat> you may be irritated also. So my teacher says, when you are irritated with the situation, especially of this kind, hmm. then you accept your irritation. Don't try to hide. Hmm. You're like, okay, God, this man, yeah. and then you have to smile. Hi. So at least you are truthful. Hmm. Truth is what matters to me or the way I had been taught. Oh gosh, as interviewing <laughs> as a journalist, I'm telling you, I have had this experience so, so many, many times. The other person in front of me is lying <laughs> through his teeth or through her teeth. I just know it and pretends that, you know, and I'm supposed to believe this. Believe so it. I have a yeah. very sweet smile Face, and I ask the, exactly. and I say, okay, I'm taking your BS. But I know exactly, exactly what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. And you know that that thing about camera is that it is so cruel yeah. that it, it catches. catches. Of course, you cannot fake humility. You cannot. It it, it says that. That's why I keep. I am uh, recently had been. I had just started teaching in NSD after a long time. Uh, the students were so so keen, and I am so. Ha I'm probably I'm the happiest when I teach. So, <clears throat> just uh, the, the, I am going to not let you go past that. You come from a family or of teachers. Of teachers. Yeah, right? yeah, I do. Yeah. So it just came naturally. It's just, it's just, I didn't know. I started teaching first actually in Amsterdam Drama School in 1997. Hmm. And I was pretty skeptical. I was like, oh my God, I'm not taught. I don't know the students. They will eat me up. And that too in a foreign land, you know. Hmm. 
And I go there and, and they do not give a damn to the teachers. Yeah? Unlike in India. Unlike in India. That Guru Shishya Parampara is not there. Guru Shishya is a very far thing. Our modern school kids, like in NSG, teacher goes, yes, sir. Sir. You know, sorry. Uh, sorry for the camera thing. No, that's okay. <laughs> you know, yes, sir. So there, suppose this is the table and their their legs are like this. Uh, and the, and somebody is kissing each other, and you know, the girlfriend, boyfriend. And I enter there as a teacher and they just give me one look and and continue. Ah, <laughs> continue with their things. Huh. So what do I do? So I did something hmm. and uh, and and within an hour they were absolutely attentive towards huh. me. I did something drastic. I took off my clothes. Not I bare minimum huh. I had. Huh. And they were like, what's going on? Huh. So I did it in a very theatrical style. I took off my clothes as if I'm a cabaret dancer. Mm. And then I put it on again. Mm. And seeing me, they bec- they gave me their attention and I asked them without saying a word. I followed my teacher, mm. the person who taught me without words. So they all stood up and they took their belongings. We went out of the class. We made a queue like the rail, you know, like the children. Mm-hmm. The 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 train that we used to play, Rail yeah. Gadi, huh. chick chick chick, like that. We made a queue. We came in again and they were with me since then. So I started What was that? Shed all your misconceptions, inhibitions? No, it's just that I need to make them interested about me. Ah, okay. Nothing else. Like, oh, this guy is Funny. This guy is interesting. They might he might have something for so us. So taking off clothes was not a metaphor for anything. No, no, no not a metaphor. I just wanted their attention. <laughs> That's okay, it, okay. and in a very theatrical way. The reason I'm asking Adil is because I just sh- saw a show on Netflix huh. in which the 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 principal actor uh, she has a lot of back uh, trauma and she's holding a lot and then yeah. she she meets with somebody who whose way of dealing with um, with you the the therapy session right. is. Go naked. Right. Take off all your clothes. Yes. And shut your eyes and tell me what's bothering you. Yes. So she's like, why do we need to take off my clothes? Yes. What kind of therapy is this? Is this, yeah. In probably in today's day, yeah, yeah. you can get sued yeah, yeah, if you were totally. to do that. Yes, yes. But but the idea is that when you shed everything, yeah. you're able to bear your thoughts Correct. and come to terms Correct. with those thoughts. Right, right. Sometimes that's the most disturbing thing. Uh, yes. in yourself yes, yes. and uh, I can tell that you're very centered and coming to terms with your thoughts is extremely I important I had to be I had no choice yes, yes why do you say that? no because I just wanted to figure out I if I cannot be if I am not centered I cannot okay this is an example I can give you uh, this is a plate of whatever you know uh, biscottis thinly sliced biscottis and imagine all the all the emotions are like this. Nine emotions. If we look at perspective. Se dekhe. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And suppose this is the one. So, this is Shantam. Hmm. Anger, you know, Adbhuta, uh, sadness, blah, blah, blah. Everything is there. And if I am here, suppose hmm. this is anger. I am always here. And if I have to travel to Adbhuta here, I have to either go this way or go this way. Is far away from me. But if I am in the center, then everything is in equal distance. Hmm. Do you understand? Yes, I get that. So, my emotional body is this. I, I am here. I can access my emotions anytime if I am 
at the center of myself. Now, what does it mean actually, like physically? means that you're quiet, your thoughts do not bother you so much, you understand thoughts are just thoughts, not reality. You can observe your thoughts and let it go. Don't indulge into it. Don't even try to block it. Hmm. And you, your emotions, you have also experienced that your emotions are not the ultimate reality. Emotions are according to Yoga Sutra, Patanjali's Yoga, Yoga Sutra. It's a beautiful, beautiful uh, metaphor that the your emotions are only that much in your in terms of the if if you if you look at it from the ratio who you are and how how much what is the amount of uh, what is the degree of emotion <clears throat> how do i put it um in comparison to who you actually are and the reality of emotions in yourself hmm. okay so this is me and your emotions are only the 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 waves of the sea which lashes which lash on the on the on the shore but if you just go higher up a little bit and you see the entire sea and you you realize that the the roaring waves are only this size right if you just go higher up a little yeah. bit that's the reality of emotions but rest of the sea and the depth and the vistar and the vastness and the immensity of the sea is who you are. Hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, got so it. So that's the metaphor. Now, that's a story that I had been told hmm. by Patanjali's Yoga Sutra. But I have to also experience it in order to believe in it. Hmm. As Sadhguru says, that everything, I don't believe in authorities, I believe truth is the only authority. That's so true for also actors, for me as well, hmm. especially. That I experience that quietude, that kind of absolutely unshakable sthirta or you know i don't know how else to put it in english unshakable uh, stability mm. if i can put it that way several times in my life in such a degree that that is my reality i i cannot be shaken easily by the by the surroundings by the oncoming the onslaught of whatever happens around me uh, and especially when before I act, hmm. so that my I'm not saying that I have reached the stages of those amazing yogis, not at all. But for the purpose of my life and for my craft, this much for me, as of now, is pretty pretty okay. Okay, I'm decently there hmm. that I can summon up myself. I can summon those, uh, not those, summon that state of being within me if I just give myself one hour. And I'm there. I'm stable. I'm not so easily shakeable. And I can travel to each and every emotions, including the most dark ones, brutal ones, ugly ones, and which will be judged severely by the society. Hmm. And unashamedly. That's what uh, Ramakrishna Paramahansa Dev talks about. That Lajja, Grina are, and Bhai you should not have fear, shame, and hatred. Three at a time, at the same time, by the way. Hmm. Not one. <laughs> one yeah. is there, the rest of it. So, and when I read that, something sort of 
like, wow, what is this concept? I had no clue. Hmm. I haven't experienced it. Hmm. You see, it sort of stirred my curiosity to understand that. And thank God I read it. I read it in 96, that book. Hmm. And, I, and given by my, given by one, by one of my teachers, who actually is a follower of Sri Aurobindo. See, not shame, but self-loathing is yes. something, is, an, is a sentiment that, runs continuously in that film uh, English English. Right. In which uh, Sri Devi, Devi feels goes through feels, that. Correct. Right? Correct. Now, Correct. you're playing the role of her husband. Yes. You have experienced some of that angst which Sri Devi has in real life in the sense that you are multilingual. Right? right? You think also in Bengali, in Assamese, and, and in English, and Ji. then you have acted. So, you understand that multilinguality and you understand that uh, that you know, your accent matters so much so and things. Much, yes. So what was it like when you were there in that film, when you acted in that film? Did you did you feel that uh, emotion which she's feeling? Because you are... Totally, absolutely. It was like I was home. <laughs> in English, English. In English, English. Because I grew up also, the role I played, you know, mm. she's a male misogynist, but he doesn't know. When I was approached by Gauri Shinde, such a lovely, lovely, wonderful... Have you ever met her? No, I haven't. She's an amazing From woman. From Pune, yes. Yes, amazing woman. So, uh, and I love her like anything. Uh, probably out of few directors that she's still a friend of mine, you know. So when she approached... <laughs> yeah. Really? That's quite telling. I'm not going to let you get away with that. No, no, no. no. Oh. Don't uh, probe into it too much. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, you can. Uh, I told you in the beginning that you are free to ask me any question. Okay. So, um, so when I was approached uh, with this particular script, I uh, I asked um, Gauri that, Gauri, look, my father was one of them. My brothers are still like them. Most of my friends are like them. Like this. Yes, they are. 90% of, 99% probably percent of Indian males or maybe any male in the, on the planet are like that. And they're not villains. They're just ignorant, innocent people who haven't been taught well. So you cannot blame all of them. It has to be that I cannot play this role as a, uh, like a villain. I cannot paint my father a villain. I cannot, my, or my friends. I know what you are talking about because I had been one of them. The myself. conditioning, yeah. The conditioning. I grew up in a male misogynist house. My father's words were the last words. Why? But when my father died, this is the interesting story. And in between that, so 1983, I left home. I came to Guwahati and then I came to Delhi and London and Netherlands and all that and met amazing people like I had been talking about. My teachers, my girlfriend, one of my girlfriends especially, she had pushed all my male chauvinist buttons and showed me my deep conditioning of being, you know, like I am superior to women in, in uh, from 97 till 2001. And it was a excruciatingly painful what I had gone through to uproot it and it is a difficult job so I'm, that's why I have such empathy for people those who are like that that oh my god it takes a lot of courage and a lot of doing conscious meticulous systematic work on oneself in order to get out of that deep conditioning because it's in your cell 
It's had been passed on through your DNA. It's an operation of like it's a surgery of like the highest kind, you know, to get out of that attitude of male chauvinism. It's unbelievable. Like I was listening to this man called Jordan Peterson. He was talking. He's having. He's in in controversy in uh, because he's against the York, New Yorkism and all that. And anyway, so I'm not going there. So what I'm trying to say is that when I you asked me the question about uh, Shri Devi uh, mm. that film, so I had gone through that. So I said I cannot play it like a villain. Mm. I will play as if he's not as if, which is the truth, innocent and ignorant at the same time. Doesn't know that he's committing this. crime i would say yeah. you know and people have and my the reason also the artistic reason of that is that why do i act because i would like you the audience whoever is watching to have empathy for me even for hitler hmm. you see so that we do not we do not hate the person we understand the conditions and we can change the root causes of the those conditions where the person is brought up like that because the person is a product of that yeah you know so if you hate the person you can lock him up of course but don't hate like like krishna tells arjuna you know mm. you kill but without the hatred with unconditional love even to you have to kill bhishma pitama so that is an indian understanding spiritual understanding philosophical understanding of how you should conduct your life that was Not how hate. you were going to enact that role Correct. as a husband yes. but i'm sure when you went in and gauri told you that uh, it will be shri devi playing the role you are a product of the 80s and 90s so you've seen shri devi and all of us have seen I her grew up grew up looking same age same age like right? she was she started acting when she was 13 years old i was 13 then yeah but i don't mean to denigrate it but yeah. a lot of the films that she did were sub, were those exaggerated Correct. emotional depictions yes. right yes. it required her to overdance over emote yes. yes. and with those big eyes it was easy for her Probably, yeah. I think. And she was amazing. She yeah. was amazing. She was very good in that genre as well. I yes. call it the genre. Yeah. So, but when she comes in this film, suddenly she she is doing this restrained acting. Yes. So a lot of it was that is it because of the director? Is it because she's acting opposite you? Right. And what is it? How did it work? Interesting. So um, that was my third film, and that was her three hundredth probably. <laughs> So I was, but I have never felt like before. I even when I was, oh, that was Shri Devi, interesting. Mm. I never thought that I will ever act with Shri Devi because that wasn't in my radar. Mm. So when I was told, I was like, huh, she is. I saw one film which impacted me of Shri Devi when I was young. Sadma. Correct. That's I the only it. film. I very saw. disturbing, no? Very disturbing film, and I couldn't eat for like one and a half days. I still remember. Yeah. I was so shocked. and I was like oh my god i couldn't really eat i still remember so i when i met her like this and she was sitting there and gauri and balki introduced me hey this is adil is going to play your mm. husband and and uh, she looked at me with her big beautiful eyes and i said hey how are you doing and the first thing i said i saw sadma and i couldn't eat for two days and she had tears in her eyes so probably i don't know why i have no idea and she had little like you know soft moist eyes and then we got busy with the rehearsals and so it is definitely not me 
who inspired her to act the way she acted in English or English. It is because she is actually so sensitive. She is, I would put her at par with Meryl Streep. Really? Had he, had she been given the scripts, had she been given the directors and, and, and had she been facilitated with those amazing writing and situations and credible uh, stories that the West had. She had been, she had probably won many Oscars as of now. She is amazingly sensitive, unbelievable listener. And that's the, one of the greatest qualities of an actor, that you listen well. And then only you can respond. Yeah. And listening is not through only your ears, as I said. No, every you, pore of your body. You receive, you receive the person with absolute, if I can use the word gratitude, with absolute uh, respect, recognize, recognition that I see you. That uh, I love that uh, small dialogue from uh, Avatar, that film. Mm. I see you. You know, that means a lot to me because I see you means I recognize you. Just another human being with that magical ability or magical quality or a piece of miracle in front of me. Mm. You know, uh, you, interesting that you mentioned Sadma and sitting in front yes. of you. Uh, there was that one scene, uh, you know, when uh, uh, Sri Devi in English for English orders coffee. <laughs> you know that? And uh, for no reason, I was watching, not for no reason, for a mm. justifiable reason, probably, when I was watching that scene, I started crying because it reminded me of the time that I ordered coffee. I and here, I had travelled abroad. It's yeah, not that I hadn't yeah, travelled abroad. Yeah. But it was such an overwhelming experience. Mm. And there was this journalist, um, Mr. N. Ravi of the Hindu. Uh, he taught me how to order coffee. And I'm in my 40s by now. Can you believe it? And and I've travelled abroad. Yeah. But I didn't have the confidence. Yes. And when she did that, when she runs out of that, oh. I totally I know, got it. I know. And it's amazing that you were saying that. Yeah. Did you have those experiences when, when you got out, say when you got out of Gualpara, you oh, came yeah. to Guwahati. Yeah. When you come out of Guwahati, you go to NSD. When you yeah. come out of NSD, yeah. when you're in Delhi, when you're going to Bombay and Film London. Industry. No, London. I went to study in London. Yeah. Did you oh, my feel God. all those things? Constantly. I, I was just telling someone, I think, it took me almost 40 years of my life to feel a little bit of confidence, you know. I, I started calling it gentle audacity. Ah, you see what I, mean? I love the term. Yeah, because I, for me, it's an audacious act just to stand up in front of Barry John and play Iago, uh, play Othello. Hmm. He played Iago. When Roy asked me, Roy Stenable asked me that Adil, you are, you are, I'm casting you as Othello. I said, no way, I can't do it. Because he said, why? I said, it's in English. I've never done Shakespeare in English. I don't even understand this guy. He said, no, we'll help each other. So, you and don't understand Othello. You don't understand <clears throat> Shakespeare. I don't understand Shakespeare. Why? <clears throat> because I haven't studied Shakespeare. You did theatre. You did. I did theatre in Hindi. Okay. I played Othello in Hindi, like yeah. one scene, but in Hindi, in NSD, I did. We call scene work. Like we did one scene. I did one scene. Hmm. But yeah, Othello is anyway overwhelming to do. Act. And it is, and it's in English and. Iago is going to be played by Barry John, who had been my teacher in NSD. And I used to stay away, like one mile away from him because of his persona. And I come from, a, as I said, from a tiny little town. And Delhi was the 
Delhi city is like that. Barijon, oh my God. Nasiruddin Shah was like, oh my God. Kind of a situation. You understand what I'm talking yeah. about. And then this guy with the timidity that I had to come in front of. Then Roy said, that is the role, Adil. You are from Gwalpara, from a small little lower middle class family. You have come to Delhi. You are a National School of Drama graduate. You also have learned Kathakali. And you are trying to prove to the world that you are a good actor. That's the role. It's not Othello. That's you. That's me. So that's what the role is. So it's a play in a play. It's a play within a play. But we are rehearsing Othello. So it's a cleverly written, intelligently written play. So my job was, and Othello is so, such is Othello. He comes from a black background who is trying to prove himself he's a general and then falls in love with this white woman, you know, envied by everybody. And he's trying to hold his ground and then being poisoned by Yago that, hey, she has slept with somebody and what happens? So that's the role. And I was like, wow, Roy. But what about this English bit? <laughs> I have to say, had it pleased heaven to try me with affliction and had the rain, all kinds of sores and shames on my bare head and give it. How would I say all this? I said, that's your job. I'm giving you a dictionary. <laughs> and, the, and the play, you... So I locked myself for almost two and a half months in, you know, significant, actually, incidentally, uh, which is such an amazing place, which is the basement of Ibrahim Alkaji's house, hmm. founder of National Club Drama. That basement was given to me by his granddaughter, Zuleikha, that Adil Khusjawidar. Hmm. And I used to work from 10 in the morning till 5 every day, 6 in the evening till 9 used to be the official rehearsal time. So did you like do the whole Shakespearean thing? Yeah, no, no, that was that that was that my thing. That was not thing. going to be your style. No, that cannot be, because I had been taught differently. So you didn't speak. So I did. That. I did not. I, that that's what my worry was. That I will end up saying, "Had it please heaven to try me with affliction and all that." <laughs> no, I didn't. So, so I did it the way I felt the best, the way I was taught, and that became the we we won the best play. Amongst 3,000 plays at the Edinburgh Film uh, Edinburgh Theatre Festival. And I got the best, probably, review ever any actor has gotten from India. Playing Shakespeare by a Scotsman. So, Tell me about, in, while doing Othello, you met the lady who uh, became your wife. Then. Yes. Tell us about that story. Let's um, bring a little romance into this conversation. All right, yeah, yeah. So, initially, that role was played by Lucian Dubey. Uh, and then she did not, for personal reasons, she did not continue uh, with our uh, group after a year. Then Royston Abel, the director, who is a very, very close dear friend of mine, who brought in this girl called uh, Kristen Jane. And I was given the task to teach her. <laughs> so, because I did the play already. So, in the process of that, then we did the play for 10 years, till 2008. So in sixth, I think two thousand and six, uh, even no two thousand and three itself, we fell in love with each other, and then in two thousand and five or six, I said I would like to spend the rest of my life with you. And no, no, tell us about that one scene. 
Wait. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you right. think I'm going to let you get away oh, with God. it? <laughs> Tell us <laughs> you about remember that. that. Yes, yes, um, I've done my research. <laughs> so, so um, after 25 shows, after she started working, not during the Lucian time, mm-hmm. after she started working with me, we were supposed to uh, play at the British Council, I remember. And uh, um, so I did one show and we were supposed to do five or six shows. So I did one show and I come back and while I was strangling her in the play. Hmm. So I'm telling this to Roy that yesterday when I was strangling her, I just don't feel like killing her, uh, Roy. And Roy is a person who believes in the truth of now. Hmm. He doesn't believe in the conventional way of doing theater. Hmm. He breaks the rules, always. When I say breaks the rules, not because he wants to break the rule and become an anarchist, just because he's saying, okay, let's find out what is the truth for now. Yeah, disruption causes creativity, Cre- right? Exactly. So he wants to just find out. He said, Adil, are you sure? I said, I just looking at her face, because probably I love her, doesn't matter, but I don't feel like killing her. So what do you want to do? I said, I don't know. Shall we rehearse? He said, no, do it on the show, whatever you have to do. I was like, wow, Roy. He said, yeah, you brought it up, darling. You have to do it. Hmm. And that evening, the next day, it was the most, I don't know, magical, the only word comes, <laughs> magical performance or, or feeling, forget about the performance, the feeling that I felt. That I look at her and I'm looking at her and saying that the lines, it is the cause, it is the cause, my soul, let it. And then, I go to strangle her, my hands are shaking, my shivering, and then looking at her, I'm, I'm angry, but I'm also sad, and I'm crying, and I'm angry. Why did you sleep with her? And then I fall into And then finally, I hug her. Almost about to kill, but I said, I don't want to kill, because I'm not Othello. I'm Adil, mm. who's playing the role of Othello. It's the truth within the truth, you see? Mm. So I hug her, and then... He's, he switches off the lights before I manage to hug. So the audience do not know. They do not know whether I killed her or I hmm. accepted her. So that remained the rest of the performances. We did it like that. Did it come as a shock to her? that She didn't know. But she's, so we did that part in Kathakali style. So she's sleeping like this. Huh. And I'm performing in Kathakali style but that I also broke the Kathakali rules as I felt whenever I felt it is it just happened organically I did not do it oh how much break I'll break it there no it happened that way and my Kathakali guru Sadhanam Balakrishnanji who came to see and he said Adil what you did with Kathakali is amazing I'm like okay I have your blessing now I can go ahead with that hmm. so yeah so, and then we fell in love, of course. Uh, I told her that, uh, and she responded a year after, mm. that, yes, I think I'm ready to marry you. And it happened. So you, um, you somebody who's a method actor, <coughs> you break rules when, and you have your own style of emoting. Right. How did that work in the Bombay film industry where, um, where, where you say you, you work with certain directors and you lay down rules that yes. this is how you will uh, act. And you've acted with some great actors. I did. You've, yes. you've acted with, like we talked about, and yes. you've also acted with Akshay Kumar, you've acted with Nasiruddin Shah, you've acted with yes. so many already established names. Ji. 
did you then submit to the director and submit to the plot to the style of the film or do you bring something of your own too many questions and are you didn't 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 with that <laughs> yeah. yeah i know you so one more to add, one more to add. <laughs> first one is that am i a method actor no i'm not anymore okay i found a way and i call it and i have said it in a few interviews that i found an indian way method acting or is is a particular way of uh, creating a role mm-hmm. which comes from american film industry like but american film industry the person his name is lee strasberg who had taken it from stanislavski then he changed few things and made it relevant for that time for the requirement of acting in hollywood film industry okay that is method acting uh, and stanislav stanislavskian system is another way to act mm. i had been sort of trained in a grotowskian way which is another acting style a polish man Gr- mm. jerzy grotowski but jerzy grotowski took it from india most of his work like mm. from kathakali from kudiyattam mm. and from sri aurobindo mm. so i had been introduced to aurobindo by a polish man which is the tragedy of our country but you've been to puducherry also and trained there too i know but ah. much before that ah, before that okay. before that okay i went to puducherry because of this man ah. you see that's the tragedy of our country that we had been introduced to our own culture by some people those who had come from outside and saw the beauty and the significance of the teachings here ah. so ah. anyway so i my, my i found my own way so long uh, response i'm not going to talk about what how i found it and So I'm going to uh, just sorry to interrupt huh. I'm going to re- read out a quote which I talk, uh, which I had brought out and which in one interview you had said I'm trained in the method school of acting where you use your emotional memory to create your own back story Correct It's an extremely efficient method and I've been following that but it was a burden to me Correct to be good to be efficient it yes. used to haunt me it used to give me nightmares Nightmares Absolutely right Huh because it used to give me nightmares when i played othello i was a method actor and imagine the 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 rage the anger the jealousy to method actors are generally they draw from their emotional memory which is which is absolutely i do as well mm. but not specific emotional memory and they would like to hang on to that mm. in order to make it credible and intense enough during the performance mm. you see so they in their everyday life also they would stay there mm. and it becomes hell for the people who are around you for myself i want to enjoy my life i don't want to be in that if i am playing a role for for 7 months suppose i'm acting as as vartika chaturvedi uh what shefalisha played in delhi crime delhi crime imagine yeah. if i have to like that and i come home and i'm looking at my wife kristen how are you doing are you okay okay i don't want to be like that i want to hey how are you i want to get out of it hmm. what is that art of getting out of it is there any art has someone talked about it i found it in indian my in kudiyattam in kathakali in natyashastra so then i started working on that i'm like oh, okay this is other way you can just go into it and you come back to your natural even rather lighter self than before hmm. which you have to establish it within yourself by practicing it so that you can come back to it within 
10 minutes, 15 minutes, one hour, depending upon how well you have practiced it. So that those are the tools I got from my acting teachers and also my from my spiritual mentor. Hmm. I have one. So I'd been working with him for the last 23 years with my spiritual mentor. So he introduced me to several tools which brings me back to my my expansive self, if I can put it that way. Hmm. So I, I, so now coming to the next part of your question, so when I meet all these different kinds of actors, um, do I uh, submit to the director? I completely submit to my director. But I don't let them tell me how to act because that's not their expertise. Hmm. Their expert, expertise lies, uh, lie on the, the macro aspect of it. They can only tell me what they want. They can't tell me how I should do it. Mm. Because that's not their job. They don't know. Most of the directors have no clue about acting. Mm. I would say 99.9% .9 of the directors should not have clues about acting. If they have, it's good. But most of them have no clue. They can only say, oh, it's not working. And that's a good place to be in. Okay. Yeah, why should you know about acting? That's my job. You've hired me, you've paid me. I should bring what I have to bring. No, You tell me what you want. You want... 10% anger, 20% anger, you want gentleness, you want ferocity with kindness. What do you want? Hmm. That's my job. So don't tell me how to do it. Tell me what you want. Hmm. So it doesn't matter who I work with. I always submit to the director. Even if I feel contrary to his direction, but it's his or her film. Hmm. Hmm. So I, I said, do you want, okay, you were irritated, but you're still laughing. Hmm. So uh, <clears throat> you're enjoying the fact that your wife makes laddu. And he's the best. So you you laugh. When I see that scene, I cringe myself. I'm like, oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> do you do that? Do you I look back like, and... Oh God. It's that... like male chauvinism in its epitome, you know? Uh, like he doesn't know what he's laughing. He's like, it's a cruel thing to do. Yeah. It's so cruel. And I look at him, oh my God. But then, the, it's that's required, the job. Yeah. That's the job. That's what I'm supposed to do. And interestingly, most of the women who meet me huh. at the airport or mall, they say, oh my God, you did it so well. Like, like my husband. I'm like, what is your husband around? <laughs> so they identified with yeah. it and they didn't hate me because they love their husband. You see, that's what I say, creating empathy. They understand the empathy. They are, they, then they understand the other person. And that's the job of an artist is to bring people together with empathy and compassion and not divide them. You know, you've acted as a R.A.W. officer, officer. In, yeah, yeah. in so many films. There was Bell Bottom. There was, I was just... Force 2 or something yeah. like that. There yeah. was in one in which you are, uh, you did uh, Amot Khan's role, the yes. Ch uh, Charles Sobraj yes. uh, thing. Yeah. You've done in, um, uh, you've done Santuk Saab, you've acted. Yes. That's, you, in, uh, that's yeah. in Bell Bottom. And huh. then you did RN Kao in... RN Kao in this uh, Mukbir. Mukbir. The, the series. Yes, yeah, yes. that was so fabulous, I Mukbir. Yeah, yeah. So what is it? Uh, <laughs> your... I think my hair is grey and... and uh, or do you look stern? Uh, Are you, have I you... can look stern like my dad. Huh. And uh, yeah, I think that Othello set me off on this path because most people, those who, those who have cast me, especially the casting directors, they have seen Othello. Hmm. And who's like, uh, intense. But they forget that I'm a trained clown. I had been the clown of the family. I have clowned in Europe. I'm a joker, you know. Huh. <clears throat> so the one or two directors, they have explored that. Like Dr. Chandra Prakash Devedi Saab. 
he directed Z. the film Z plus yeah so I play that funny guy you know yeah. who's a who's a who's a cycle mechanic uh, and in uh, good news no no he's he's funny but till power comes yes yes and then he becomes and then, know, then it was like when I was watching that film <laughs> and oh, you saw that film yeah I saw yeah, the okay. film and uh, you know we were my husband and I we were yeah. eating okay. we were having our dinner while watching it and yeah, all that yeah. suddenly when that not suddenly that but as you graduate towards uh, becoming that slightly darkish phase yeah, when the yeah. power comes in yeah, and you yeah. get that innocence of it's reaction is being robbed off yeah. we stopped the ice cream eating <laughs> do you understand yes, yes, i was yes. like oh this is a little difficult difficult one yeah. then everything stops yeah when we're not able to yeah. uh, then say yeah. that oh my god is he going to return to that childlike innocence or, or has he corrupted himself <laughs> completely correct you know yes. so even though you might have trained as a clown let me tell you that no, that but aspect good news haven't you seen good news have seen good yeah. news so yes that's funny for me yes. but it's nothing yes. it's like 1% of how funny i am or how how yeah. uh, what a clown i am yeah. yeah yeah so i hope yeah yeah so that's there too you know uh, you're from uh, you're from a culture which you talked about assamese culture ahomia <laughs> culture where there's theater acting art culture was so Was, is Private. so important. Yes. It's a part of the, it's part of uh, Assamese culture. Ji. And then you are, you lived right next to Bengal, where of course art and culture thrived for yes. centuries out there, and yeah. still does. The yeah. film industry is very. Yes. But why is it that uh, that actors from Assam really haven't made it big in the Mumbai film industry? Yeah. And when you came in, yeah, were, did you come with that uh, trepidation that Mera nahi ho payega yahan pe? Nay, I did not. I I said to you already that I didn't want to be in Mumbai film industry. Hmm. I I had the dream to become like Bachchan Sahab. I grew up with Bachchan Sahab and Dharminder Ji, and you know, अगर किसने हिलने की कोशिश की तो भून के रख दूँगा. I used to sell Bachchan Sahab's voice as a stand-up comedian. Really? Yeah, I do told that, him. Do that. How would you do it? अगर किसने हिलने की कोशिश की तो भून के रख दूँगा. Roma, तुम बहुत अच्छी लड़की हो समथिंग लाइक दैट सो आई यूज टू सेल इज वॉइस एंड सो आई हैड द ड्रीम टू बिकम दिस एक्टर एंड डांस अराउंड द ट्रीज हुई गुड लुकिंग आई ओनली केम टू नो अबाउट माई दैट आई एम गुड लुकिंग इनफ इन यूरोप Why? What is your What was your नापदंड of good looking? All these Bollywood, you know, fair guys. So you were told you're dark. I'm not only told I'm I was dark. Tera to kuch nahi hone wala hai. Tu kala hai. Tu acting kaise karega? You can't act in films. It's not possible. Who told you this? In Most Delhi, Mumbai. No, no, no. Assam me. Assam. It's a normal practice. Even women, you know, those who are dark, men, those who are dark, you are looked down at. Like, ha, kala lamba karke ek banda aaya tha. You know, someone who is dark and tall who has come. But tall, dark, and handsome—that idea came only when I came to Delhi. One of my girlfriends said, "Oh my God, you are TDH." I'm like, "What does it mean?" Hmm. Or tall? You don't know? I said, "I have no clue. I'm from Gwalpur." <laughs> so obviously, your your girlfriend was a Mills and Boone thing because yes, tall, dark, yes. and handsome was was. Uh, was Absolutely put into Indian uh, idea psyche of beauty, yeah. good looking only through those uh, or Georgette Hayer. Correct. You know, otherwise, who? Who? It was. It was in spite of the fact that Krishna is dark. Yeah. The word Krishna means dark. Dark. 
you know strangely how we had gone from there but i didn't look at the amar chitra katha no they were blue skinned in that Haan. they were not not dark dark, dark. imagine ha so europe um i don't know which answer i'm which question <laughs> i am answering but doesn't matter we'll get to the we'll assam part <laughs> so europe was the place <clears throat> when i when my first girlfriend was a blonde eyed blue and a blonde hair and blue eyed girl so says oh my god adil who are you you're like krishna that's what he she said huh. i'm like oh okay i had long hair huh. i had like really long hair little shorter than you huh. i'm like what does it mean it's it means you're very attractive i'm like oh god so that's slowly the self confidence of like okay i am good enough and i have photographs of those days uh someone took me one of her friends took some photographs and those are amazing for fo- professional photographs huh. amazing photographs and uh, i look at myself how huh, this is like a bollywood hero so i wanted to be one but then that dream left me after i was introduced to theater because theater is something that from the perspective of actors hmm. i think is the only place that an actor can create a world <clears throat> a real world as real as real world i would say that you have the time and you have the ability you have the facility facility in order to create because you start from the day one by meeting the actors you mm. talk about the play you read each and every sentence and every word of each sentence and then you start understanding <clears throat> you start understanding the the words and the the writer's background if you're doing chekhov or kalidasa or bhavabhuti you start slowly understanding and then you find the truth of the first chapter then stemming the sec the truth of the next chapter is actually stemming from the first chapter and you finish the play and you start creating this world and you rehearse for two and a half months three months so you actually create this palpable vivid world for yourself and that makes you a richer person in films what happens you come you meet the actor ha kya hai scene ye okay this is the scene this is my line you say it capture it kya baat hai especially in india the mediocrity thrives you know the mediocrity does not allow you to go deeper into it most of the films i'm talking about 99.9% of the films in your channel openly on camera 99.9% of the films are mediocre films rarely you get to say something which is profound which is as deep as kalidasa's work as deep as bhavabhuti's work as deep as mohan rakesh or vijay tendulkar's work the writing is poor literature is the quality of literature in writing is zero almost very rarely you get to see film which will uplift you which will give you a meaningful um meaningful way to look at life nuances of life the sadgi the barikiyas of life it doesn't give you it gives you black and white binaries and that's harmful and disservice to the society that's why i stayed away from bombay and i do films when my bank balance dwindles i do one of those films and i'm okay to do it because i subsidize my artistic activity through that because government is not paying me neither there is much subsidies you know which yeah. are coming in i would like to be actually a theater actor there should be 
like each district should have a theater company hmm. each block if not is each district proper full fledged theater company india is a storytelling nation we must you know uh, what do you call them um, sponsor or 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 give money to the theater actors or dancers or musicians artistic activities are probably the most important um, activities to to find which will help people to find meaning of life hmm. after spiritual activities okay because we not as a role to perform in society not which our is a role i think if we practice art vigorously in a meaningful way not that ek nacha do unko acha thoda sa paisa art ko bhi de do this attitude not csr not <laughs> csr and government does the csr thing as well yeah. a little bit of cultural fund and you know the the bacche nachenge you know the kids will dance and do a little play shock hai unka asal kaam to ye hai ki mba karo frana karo dimkana karo that's the asal kaam but this is for me is the main work after spiritual activities when i say after means most people are not interested in it sure there are few people those who are interested mm. in but we can make other people interested in art mm. because it's a lot of joy that you get out of it when you are joyous when you are happy within you will not fight so government will probably <laughs> this is my thing government will probably save a lot of money in from law and order situation that if we are happy if we are not hating somebody because we are intrinsically joyous people because we are being able to do what we love to do you know mm. we, interesting so i think art plays i think right from the beginning of our independence very few uh people forget about governments few people in all consecutive governments actually understood the role of art in the growth of human society in india especially like for example in france they have a huge amount of money which goes in the field of art in germany during the lockdown they spent 3.4 billion which i uh, if my hmm. if i remember it correctly 3.4 billion euros had been given to artists zero from government of india none so that is the that is that shows how you value your artists here you see what i mean yeah yeah the pressure valves that yeah so uh, and and we spend a lot of money which we should why not in defense we don't spend much money in even education properly mm. or in you know so what i'm trying to say is that artistic activity mm. should become ideally mm. one of the most important activities in from our childhood hmm. in should be as compulsory as mathematics not to become make them actors or dancers just the activity itself the practice of art itself helps you to grow and understand and see nuances in life and which is so important otherwise we'll become a nation full of people those who only see binary hero or villain hmm. like famously george george bush said if you are with us with us or huh? against us that's the most terrible thing to say yeah. being head of state it's terrible like it shows how educated he is he's not hmm. anyway yeah. i can go on passionately <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about uh, you know the contribution of or the what hinders um, actors from the northeast in really making right. it big um so you sorry, you I did diverted. once mention no no that's fine you did mention that danny denzengappa 
uh, was mostly given villain roles negative roles correct well, how did the how did the bombay film industry react to you 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 were right. resistant anyway you yes. were like if you don't want yeah, to give yeah. me the roles that's fine by me yeah. Yeah. I do something else, but when they was there a resistance before they came to you? That no, you don't, no, you didn't fit I did the not. Bill? No, the thing is, see, hmm. my face. If you look at me, I have an advantage. I have a mixed racial face. Hmm. I'm one fourth Mongoloid. My mother's mother was half Mongoloid. Hmm. My mother's father is from Iraq. He was a Sufi saint. He walked in 1800 something, came towards Assam. My father is from Assam. And from the Aryan aspect, not Mongoloid. Okay. So my face is Pan-Indian face. If I go to Bihar, they think I'm Bihari. If I, when I go to Kerala, they start speaking to me in Malayalam. Mm. I go to Tamil Nadu. So, uh, so it's like I have an advantage of the face. And I did a Khasi, half Khasi role even in a Khasi film. Mm. So in, from one angle, somewhere I've seen in one of the photographs, I look... Oh, I could be uh, um, a Kasi guy. So for me, it wasn't a problem. And since I was not even wanting to act in Bombay film industry, so it wasn't a problem at all. See, you know, I never knew uh, about your uh, that you were from Assam. Right. But it's when I saw uh, Z Security, huh. when you got angry and you raised your voice. I don't know where you got, where you brought it out from. It felt... So I, I was I, like, he sounds a little bit like when Mithun Chakravarti, you <laughs> know, in that film, in that where he's acted the role right, of right, Naxal, right. Yeah, okay, when okay, he's okay. angry, and I said he's somewhere from Eastern India, and then I, ah, I googled right, to see where right. you were from, and that's right. how I got to know. It's only when you raised your voice. I think I was I failed uh, to retain my. Uh, no, you you got it out from somewhere. <laughs> okay, yeah. That is where you got it out yeah, from. Yeah, I guess uh, so. You. Probably some temper tantrum of your dad yeah, yeah, or yeah, somebody yeah. or your brother. Things come out unless you are very careful. Yeah, that is where it. That's uh, very interesting I figured observation. Out. <laughs> that, that okay, yeah. so there's something he's he's from Eastern India. Correct. You know, yes. until then I didn't. I had seen so right, many of your films. Right, right. Nowhere was it yeah. uh, obvious. I'm so, an absolute pure Assamese. Yes, in yeah. that culturally at least, you know, yeah, if but not racially. Yeah. You probably didn't disguise it intentionally, but somewhere it's got disguised, and yes. you could be from anywhere, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere in India. Yeah. Um, I'm going to come uh, to uh, you know your uh, your films which you've acted, the Hollywood films, the non-Indian films that right. you've acted. Right. Uh, tell me about the difference in work culture when you act with in those films and when you act in Indian films. Do you have to change? Your work style? Um, it depends. Like, for example, my one of my first works, which is unfortunately hasn't released in India, it it's an Italian film called Gangor. It's based on Mahashweta Devi's story. Uh, the, she wrote three stories called Breast Stories about the repression of the tribal people mm. in, in Eastern India. Um, Italian director, Italian production. And there, the director, when I started... Because it was in English, so mm. I started acting. It's very interesting. Mm. I started acting, saying my lines. So uh, you think so I should be doing doing this or what? So he said, "Adil, you are an Indian. You move your hand. It's not a cold country. Don't be. Don't act like Hollywood actors." I'm like, "Wow, uh, cold country? Mean? Huh? Cold country? The." I, the the genre of acting which is followed in European films or Hollywood films it is a it, it is influenced by the climate of the of those countries. 
Okay. You see, the hands are in pockets and its gestures are also minimal. How are you doing? Are you good? Okay, yeah. In India, we don't. Hey, kaise ho, bhai? Theek hai, sab theek chal raha hai. Haat, paon hila ke hum chalte hai. Because we are in hot country. And he's an Italian. Italians also move Italians, there. Italians, that's why he caught ah. it. Ah. Is it. Italian acting is... Loud, you know, we talk. Godfather, like yeah, Godfather, or what? It was all. Godfather happened in the in the states. But, but it's if Italian. In Italian yeah. film, in Italian film, the Italian actors speak. You know, yeah, they, De Niro and all. Oh, are you? No problem. Oh my God! So, in hot countries, why are you acting like an Hollywood actor? I was like, oh my God! Yeah, thank you for telling me that. And then I, so, acting style wise. In different, uh, like, then I went and acted in a Norwegian film, for example. Hmm. So, called What Will People Say? It's yeah. a Norwegian film. Yeah. And there in Norway, because of the cold, people speak and move very little. They try to stay warm in their, you know. Hmm. But also because my background in the story was Pakistani. Hmm. So they have the habit of doing that also, like moving and all that. But it get it got influenced by the climatic situation. So I acted differently. In terms of acting style, these are the few aspects. But in terms of culture of filmmaking, there's a huge difference. Hmm. <laughs> culture of filmmaking, like, like which you had faced in Bengal, for example. Hmm. Yourself, you told me. Hmm. That you went to interview yeah. someone, turned up. Turned up so late. in Bombay, that doesn't happen. They come on time. Hmm. But the trouble of, and, and imagine, after working, my first films are like Life of Pi. Hmm. I got, in Life of Pi, I got uh, the crutch that I have to use. Three months before, I went to Taiwan to shoot the film. I got my script three months before. I got my driver schedule two months before. Like 5.55 will be picked up. And you'll be driven to the studio. You'll be resting for one hour. And then you'll be taken for the rehearsals. You'll come back, put on makeup on 8.55, blah, blah, blah. Nine o'clock, you come back to the set and you will have your first shot. Throughout the day, you were doing only one shot. How wonderful though to have it panned out like totally. that. Totally. And then I come to act in Bombay. And it's a chaos in comparison to that. But in comparison to Bombay, Kolkata or Assam... Cholbena! Cholbena! Culturally, what I'm trying to say is that... But still creativity in Calcutta too. I'm just... That is... Hena? Precisely. So my point is the yeah. culture of filmmaking, when I'm saying executing your creative plan, is, a, is in a mess. Yeah. But talent-wise, idea-wise, we are extremely rich. Yeah. So that is... Yeah, I would wait for an interview for two hours. Yes. And I'd be frustrated as hell in Calcutta. <laughs> but when it comes. But when the camera got on and the person started yes. speaking, like, huh, I was like, go. I was crying because it was my frustration of time yes, and yes. space I know. ended. Exactly, exactly. Uh, of course, the camera wasn't on me, so that camera S never caught me. Correct. But then, like I'm saying, you could have the 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 perfect synchronization yes. of time and space in say uh, in you know Seoul or yes. in Hong Kong Hong or Kong. whatever exactly but you will not face that in Calcutta but no. still magic could Magically, happen yes so when I said that ninety nine percent of the films are mediocre in India not because we lack talent mm. because we have the where the the people those who take the decisions on financing them. Then they need to be educated. 
because they don't understand creativity, how it works. Mm. You see, they, it comes from a different understanding and mindset as well. Mm. So it's not a, only a business. It is a business, but not only a business. It's almost 80% creativity, 20% business. But now it has become the opposite. It's 80% business and 20% creativity. I'm just putting a number. But even it. after OTT, uh, such fabulous work coming out on OTT. That, but it's drop in the ocean, no? Not everyone. Every yeah. every film. You have to really look for it. You have to give them what it, my teacher puts it very beautifully. is said, concession. India ke hisab se ye film hai. Why should it be like that? Yeah. Why can't we compete with, like Life of Pi, for example. Yeah. <clears throat> As I keep saying this example, I think it's one of the greatest example how a non-starer, Irfan, people didn't know about her much, him much at all. Tabu, people, very few, I'm talking about outside of India. Internationally, yes. I was nobody. I was still, I'm still a nobody, but then I was absolutely nobody. And Suraj is a newcomer. It has got a tiger and a boat and some other animals in the middle of the sea. And that's it. Hmm. And it earned, it was, the budget was $110 million. It, it earned $850 million, almost a billion dollar. Then. Yeah. And there's no star in the film. It's just pure, sheer merit of the storytelling and the beauty and the depth and, yeah. the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the technicalities of the film and everything came together. So we have amazing stories and the film is based in India. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It talks about India. We have amazing stories. Mahabharat. Make Mahabharat which will sort of eat up all the cinema halls in the world. Hmm. We have such amazing stories. Each and every chapter and the subplots of Mahabharat can become a story. And uh, like Life of Pi or even with the reluctant yes. fundamentalist that even if if you come from a family or if you've come from a background of, you know, non-readers. Right. Those who don't read, it's not necessary everybody reads. No. You want to go to the book. Go to the book. Exactly. You know, that those are films like that. Yes. Like yes. I, I saw both these films <clears throat> with people who had not read. No. Right? Yes. And they went back to the book, which was yeah. fabulous, which was like, that's what you no. want. Exactly. You want that pursuit to happen. Correct. You've acted with with great uh, women directors too. Right. What, uh, tell Nair. me about Meera Nair. Tell me about... Uh, Meera Nair, Iram Haq, who directed What Will People Say, which yeah. became the Oscar submissions from Norway. Can mm. you believe it? That film. Yeah. 2018. Uh, I worked with Sona Jain. It's one of the films that has not been talked about a lot. It's a brilliant film called For Real. I think they are the complexities of life because they have worked hard to reach there, you see. Mm. There's, a, there's this man-woman disparity in our society. Mm. So when a woman gets to direct a film, how much she had gone through already mm. to understand life, to also, also compassionate as, at the same time. Mm. Um, also being generous not to take criticisms and the pushback from the male-dominated industry. Mm. And when they come to finally direct a film, they come with all these experiences, hmm. which help them to see, the, as I said, see the nuances of life. And that's the practice of art. How art, for example, is a good example. Uh, women would see it better. Like a jeweler 
sees a, sees a diamond in a piece of rock. Only a jeweler can see. Hmm. So art is like that. Art is that it's a jewel which in everyday life, because of wear and tear of everyday life, we don't see the jewel in everyday life. The magic of the hmm. ordinary. And women see it more than men because of social circumstances, also their biological conditioning, that they have four organs which men don't have. You, know. mm. you have ovaries, you have womb, you have uterus and breasts. I don't have it. So biologically also, you had been rich, way richer than me. I'm the human, the male, the male body is simplistically designed. You cannot do anything about it. Even if you break the head, break your head on the wall, I can't change the way I am being built by nature. So when you come to the floor with your complex understanding of life, and as women are quite often accused of, like uh, emotionally uh, illogical sometimes, but when you start, when you work on that aspect of it, male are very logical. And they are very insensitive in so many ways, hmm. whatever the reasons are. But those men are most of the time are responsible for creating great art. Those who also are in touch with their feminine side, hmm. like Ang Lee, for example, is such a soft, gentle man that the idea of Ardhanarishwara. Hmm. So you are in touch with your feminine side. So women, those who come already. Uh, or those who come to direct they've already that enriching experience that enriching experience of that journey that brings them there and when they talk to the actors they have this warmth and they have this beauty sense of aesthetics but they, do they bring to the table or is it accepted if they are decisive and if they if they want what they want yes and do the actors absorb that accept that that yes you're right it depends upon also the actors, no? Okay. So I think the the directors, the cast in such a way that they would see if Adil is going to be my, whatever role I'm playing, Satish, good bole. <clears throat> and if Gaurish sees, no, Adil is not the person, they, see, you are more intuitive, women are more intuitive than men, hmm. generally speaking. There are exceptions, of course. And by intuition, they would know, okay, Adil, yeah, he and I can work together. Ah. You see what I mean? And mostly those who practice art, they're more intuitive in generally. Mm. They need to be more intuitive mm. most of the time, quite mm. often because of the demand of the work, mm. demand of the path mm. that they have chosen. So it is like that. For me, when I work with women, I feel way more comfortable. <laughs> than working okay. with men. Uh -huh. I feel very comfortable with women because I'm extremely sensitive to this male energy that I'm superior. I can't handle it. Uh -huh. So I cringe and I I, 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 don't, I don't have friends. I've got very few male friends. Only two or three. And those are very refined people. You know, five of them that I have, those are extremely refined. And three of them, we are under pro, under under um, you know work in progress okay. kind of situation. <laughs> so I feel extremely comfortable with uh, women directors, and they feel comfortable with me as mm. I have seen working. Yeah. Are rules being rewritten uh, as compared to when you entered the film industry? Like people <clears throat> like um, you know uh, Nawazuddin Siddiqui, right. Irfan, uh, Pankaj Tripathi, yes. all these uh, people are they 
and you have you rewritten the rules as compared to a a a kind of a patriarchal setup or or a different kind of a setup of say the 80s and the 90s i wouldn't know how to say this but or how to respond to your thing i wouldn't say this way rules are being rewritten but i think there is more there is more awareness about how to tell a story what to tell hmm. the content that they are choosing hmm. and the and the beauty of truthfulness in acting hmm. the genre that they practice like hmm. for example realistic genre hmm. and in 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 depicting a story especially at the um, over the top um, ott platforms um people are general people are have the ability to access content from across the globe and they get influenced by the kind of acting yeah. that they see there so the tastes are changing and in the process also some directors some producers are willing to sort of bend as i said the people those who put in the money they should be more educated and the market forces they will react to that the films are flopping always so they think no audience ye chahte we don't know what audience wants actually you still don't no 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 because we don't know you see what i'm what i'm trying to say that we know that it is easy to sell when it is chatpata hmm. when it tastes instantly good on your tongue like kfc or mcdonalds or something like that but if you keep consuming them you are going to be unwell so it is you know the food that we eat constantly if we start consuming things which are good on the tongue but not good in terms of your, for your system yes maintaining your well-being of your health or emotional well-being for that matter films play the same role if fast food is like fast food I'm, as i said most of the films are like fast food and it's not good for your consciousness not good for your emotional health not good for because you are not being you are not feeding yourself with things which would make you uh, make uplift you make you an aware person yeah to see life in a much more meaningful mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and if art doesn't do it who will do it but does it hurt uh, adil when you've done a a film which gave you so much satisfaction creatively yeah. Yeah. but the audience didn't take it or it the film didn't even find release in india sometimes yes. right yes. it didn't hit the theaters yes. it disappeared somewhere does it hurt uh it does in a way but i somehow feel that that had been always the case in human history that a bit nuanced arts are always you know they they always needed royal sponsorship high art hmm. even you could take take music industry like classical singing you know right from nikhil banerjee to ravi shankar to you know to um, uh, bhimshan joshi saab and all these classical singers yamini krishnamurthy or yeah. sanjukta panigrahi an amazing amazing indian classical Uh, mu- uh, instrumental performing music and, performing yeah. arts kudiyattam uh, or kathakali you know these are very high art and we have very little takers on that because we failed as a society including i mean i'm when i talk about politicians i am i'm those are not they didn't land from mars they are the product of our society mm. and the education that our society gave them they do what they do 
So our society failed these high arts to bring them into mainstream. Mm. Like I fell in love with Indian classical music in 1984. Before that I heard, you know, my father sang Rabindra Shongit. My my brother bought records of Hariprasad Chaurasia sahab in 70s, you know, we had record player. Mm. I was like, "Oh my god, this is." And then I fell in love with it because I saw classical uh, classical music including vocal and instrumental in guwahati four nights at a row four nights every night uh, organized by speak mckay yes. for that matter for many of my generation speak mckay was the yes. first introduction and yeah day before yesterday i met uh, the chairperson of speak mckay and said would you like to come and speak to our students i said yeah i would love to because you did yeah. this for me yeah i i heard Pandit yeah. Ravi Prasad Chaurasia and uh, Zakir Hussain Sab through Spikmake. First Correct. time my exposure was through Spikmake, and I was mesmerized. Mesmerized. Oh my yes. God, Allah Khan Sab, he's old. He was brought in on the stage. Two 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 persons had to hold him to bring him, but when he started playing tabla, he was a young man. But his son got more fame and fortune than his father. Yes, and some even say that he surpassed his father even with talent. Yes, right? could be some because yes. he could explore, explore further more. venues. <clears throat> so to come back to the question, did you do you feel that it's all right? I've got my satisfaction, I think so. even if I don't get I recognition. Wish, I always dream, and I'm an optimistic person that it is getting better. Hmm. it is getting more exposure because of the communication system and delivery systems that we have like imagine just open youtube in the morning and i say sarangi and ustad sultan khan saab sarangi i play for our son right from his childhood mm. you know he is getting ready he is having breakfast at 6 o'clock in the morning and i play um ustad uh, uday uh, bhawalkar mm. Uh, Drupad. Drupad. Hmm. So he and he hums with it. Hmm. He wouldn't remember probably, but it is in the system. Hmm. You know, I cannot force uh, him to make him, but I play and he listens. He doesn't uh, want me to change the music. He listens to it, and probably one day, like me, he'll be like, "Wow, the beauty of it!" You know, hmm. because if we lose the beauty of life and music and 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 generally uh, art. then earth like e a r t h if we remove a r t from the earth. spelling of earth it will be like eh hmm. we'll lose the meaning of life interesting okay uh, you have you have to be constantly optimistic and absorbing power has to be supreme to be a creative person right ideally And, yes yes but does fame and fortune curb that as it goes it has got immense possibility to do that as well so one has to be doubly sure and doubly careful about it to keep your feet on the ground and i have my teachers and my friend and my wife hmm. who make sure that i walk on the earth <laughs> because you were one of the you walked in without a publicist without a oh god please yeah, hanger on yeah, you don't have a pr person no, no. you don't have any of those no, trappings that's why i asked you this question no i don't and i cannot i had been approached by all the big pr agencies from bombay that when can we have you on board i'm like why should i have you 
tell me a reason. I said, no, you will be doing, you will get more publicity. I said, what if I don't need more publicity? Okay, if I get more publicity, what happens to me? Oh, you will earn more money. What if I'm happy with the money I'm earning? Sir, what are you So that, I have this conversation almost every year, at least twice, with someone on the phone. And I have it for fun also. Hmm. So my wife and my teachers are, uh, a con they are vigilant about me and they put me in my place. Are and they? you need that? Like, I need I've seen it. Yeah. Such Everybody needs it. But I've seen such big actors, people <clears throat> who have who have a huge body of work, yeah. they walk with, uh, you know, and they walk with sunglasses on all the time, even inside. And I keep wondering, your actors, you have to absorb, you yeah. have to look at people, yeah. you have to absorb. How are you doing that if you're constantly... Constantly surrounded by it. So I got influenced by Dr. Uh, Jerzy Kurtowski and and I'm sure he took it from India. I'm 100% sure about it. This... One of the sentences amongst many a sentence, uh, many sentences in his book called Towards Poor Theatre, he said that actors must be invisible when they live in everyday life. Mm. They should be able to observe. They should be, they should completely disappear so that they can observe and the world does not, do, world should not observe them. Otherwise, how will you portray? How will you bring back? Mm. What will you bring back if you don't observe or you, you know, you become, uh, you embody the world the way it is? As soon as you put a uh, device, what do you call that, um, watching device, people change their behavior. Yes. And that had been proven in everyday life also. Sorry, uh, uh, that is true for human being and that is also true for molecules. Mm. You know that. There's a mm. famous example of... Uh, mm. Extremely beautiful example. You should watch this film called uh, uh, What the Bleep Down the Rabbit Hole. Okay. So that's a very infamous uh, experiment of whether the molecules behave like waves or behave like atoms, like individual atoms. Okay. So if you observe them, they behave like atom, like one solid thing. They behave like uh, matter. But if you don't observe them, they behave like waves. Do you understand? So... You cannot, this, that's a, sort of, a, that's an iron curtain on an example or on an experiment because nobody would ever know because as soon as you observe, they behave differently. So when you are on your own, are you different? When you're with... We all you, are. We all are. We all are. So we have different, like when we, you are in a bathroom and you are doing your thing, you know. But the idea is that it, 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 it should have a sort of a resemblance between when you are alone and when you are in public. Right. The idea is to grow towards that fulfill, that fuller being, a wholesome being, which has got this cohesiveness of appreciating beauty as you are there and you are not like, hey, I got a little beautiful, oh God, you know, all that. And when you are in mm -hmm. front of mm -hmm. camera, how many, I don't know, how many cameras are five. there? <laughs> yeah, five of them. So, so that's the whole idea. Mm -hmm. And, but, as we said, that we are work in progress. But so, the, if you have the, if you have a certain vision about yourself, then only you can work, walk towards it. Okay. If you do not have one, the art brings that particular vision to people. When you are mesmerized by beauty, seeing it on the stage or painting or singing or songs or music, I don't know, what is that? That inspires you to become a fuller, wholesome being. 
So does mm. spirituality, depending upon if you have access to it. We've talked so much about yeah. uh, about the film world, about uh, metaphysics. Uh, towards the end, I would like to ask you about <clears throat> what do you see yourself when when somebody asks you, you're from India, you're an Indian. What does it mean to you to be an Indian? It's a very, very good question because I was asking that question to one of the students. I was explaining a particular exercise called action problem. So I asked him, the guy, wonderful, good-looking guy from Haryana, who are you? <clears throat> and he said, sir, may I'm uh, an Indian citizen. I said, yeah, that's politically right. Who are you? Then he answered that question, uh, sir, I am from Haryana. I said, well, sir, that is linguistically you, but who are you? That's your language, but no, who are you? So now when you are, you're posing the question in the opposite way, I feel that I am one of the luckiest guy on the planet Earth to be born in this particular part of the world, which is extremely rich with the finest of philosophies, ideas of how to live your life and the bestowed with gifts of the highest ideas of the potential of a human being. When I read the Gita and Sri Aurobindo's version of the Gita, I was dumbfounded. Every chapter I read, I remember one day, I, was, I just read a few chapters and I was sitting in the living room, just staring, and my wife comes in, Kristen, what happened? I said, I'm just, I don't know. Just dumbfounded with the beauty of it, the simplicity of it. So I'm, I'm and as I said, I, I fell in love with India after I, so strangely, Sadhguru said the same thing. I was like, what is his, he's saying my lines. <laughs> like after I traveled. Same experience. On my motorbike for two yeah. years. And I, I met people on the streets. And this old man I met in the middle of Bhopal and Hyderabad. And he said few things. And I was like, my God, wisdom is accessible. You don't need a single penny in India. To, to access wisdom is there, you know, mm. is on the streets. You just go and you just seek, and it's there. So I'm, I'm, I feel that's my India, mm. where um, I had been given this opportunity to fathom the meaning of life, and facilitated by all these great, uh, great masters. So I come from a land of Shankardev and uh, Azan Fakir and my Nanaji, Sayyid Nasruddin Shah Qadri Baghdadi. And then I come to Bengal. I have Sri Ramakrishna Paramahansa Dev. Then I come to Delhi and I meet my spiritual mentor, my teacher, my Dronacharya, who is an ashramite, Sri Aurobindo Ashram. And because my seeking... And the finding meaning, what I do is acting and the connection of the five W's because acting want, wants me to answer this question. Who, where, when, what and why? And then I thought I should extend these questions also in my life. Mm -hmm. Who am I? What am I doing here? Why am I here? Where am I? And that led me to these great masters, including Bhagavan Nityananda, 
Dattatreya and Lahiri Mahashai and all these great people. So can I complain about anything at all that I should be somewhere else? I was offered a permanent job in the Netherlands in 1997 as an artistic director of a theater company. And I said, no, I, I just can't see myself to be there. I want to be here in this part of the world. Yes, I am. And you want to represent India in any art form absolutely. abroad, outside the country Any too. day, yes, absolutely. Right. Yep. Oh, thank you so much for speaking Pleasure. with us. It's been very enlightening. I, I don't think I've asked even half the questions which, which I thought I would ask because our conversation meandered into so many different... I talked too much, I guess. No, it was amazing. It <laughs> no. was a very, very interesting Thank conversation. You. I'm sure our listeners and viewers feel the same. Thank you so much for making the time. Thank yes, you so much. Most welcome. Thank you for watching or listening to this edition of ANI Podcast with Smita Prakash. Do like or subscribe on whichever channel you have seen this or heard this. Namaste. Jai Hind.